Scripture this morning comes from the 11th chapter of Matthew, verses 28 through 30. Come to me, all you who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. That is God's word for us this morning. In the uh, rabbinic tradition, particularly uh, during Jesus' time, rabbis would speak of putting on the yoke of the Torah, the yoke of the law. And what that uh, meant, not just for them, but for folks who were followers, was to uh, understand and to know the law, be governed by the law, and to try to attain righteousness through the law. So, uh, the closer you could get to living uh, under the law, with all its requirements, we're not talking about just the Ten Commandments, but we believe uh, that there were close to a thousand different kinds of interpretations, instructions about what you needed to do in order to be a righteous person. So righteousness that you were yoked to the Torah. You were yoked to the law. You were under the law. Paul had a a different idea. And you remember Paul was a Pharisee uh, before he became a Christian missionary. And Paul, in the third chapter of Romans, and I want to particularly emphasize verse 28, but 27 and 8. In 27, he essentially says, uh, none of us can boast in the law. Uh, Don't even attempt to do that. None of us live perfectly Uh, by what is outlined in the law. In fact, some of the law, a good portion of the law, doesn't have anything to do with God's instruction to us. It has to do with our instruction to each other. It's created. It's human uh, ritual and human observance that was created around what it meant to be a righteous person. Nobody has any right to boast. And then in 28, he says this word. We, for we hold that a person is justified by faith apart from works prescribed by the law. We are justified by faith. So, What Jesus is saying, the heavy burden that Jesus is talking about, is this burden of the law. I'm trying to do everything perfectly. What Jesus says is, lay that heavy burden down. You do not have to carry that around anymore. Lay it down. You don't have to carry the burden of perfectionism. 
I don't know how many of you uh, have a uh, struggle with perfectionism. I think all of us, to some extent, have that struggle. There are things that that, uh, we think we should do perfectly, or we think should turn out perfectly, uh, that don't always happen that way. I can remember a wedding that I did years ago in Newburn, North Carolina. And Robert Fulgham, minister uh, who wrote the book, Everything I, I Needed to Learn I, or Everything I Needed to Know I Learned in Kindergarten. That was a, uh, many years ago he wrote that book. But part of that book, he also talked about weddings. He was a pastor. He talked about weddings. And he said, and he described weddings this way as to why that so often it seemed like something would go wrong when there was a wedding. And he said, uh, it's because weddings are a professional event planned with perfectionism in mind that are produced by amateurs. And in this particular wedding, I was not, uh, I was not part of the wedding, but I was asked to be on standby in case something went wrong. And I was uh, on standby for the bride's uncle who was well into his years, but they wanted him to be involved in the service. They weren't sure whether he could uh, do that or not. But I was, to, I was to intervene. I was never quite sure how I was to intervene. I was sitting if If Uncle Carl failed, I was to come and rescue him. I'm not sure you know, how that went. Anyway, he was uh, doing his part, and he went on, and there was a, a place where he was supposed to tell everybody to be seated, and we'd been standing somewhere in the neighborhood of four or five minutes at this point. And, and finally, the mother of the bride uh, enough is enough. Uncle Carl is not going to tell us to be seated. So she sat down. And then when she did that, it was like a wave. You ever been in a football stadium? You know, the wave kind of thing? Everybody starts to sit down. Well, that threw Uncle Carl way off. And, and so, uh, and then just as I was about to, to save Uncle Carl, uh, the bride's father was actually the one officiating. He, uh, he thanked him. And, and then Uncle Carl went to sit down. Um, but the perfect event, uh, just had that little blip on the radar. Later in that event, the, the, the groom was a, a Marine. Uh, he was in the Marines. So he was going to have, uh, he and the bride walked the you know, swords drawn kind of thing. And the gunnery sergeant at the end of the service couldn't figure out how to get his, his men up so that they could draw swords so the bride and groom could walk through. So he thought, now you're, you're talking about a Marine gunnery sergeant now. He thought he would quietly say, so just his men could hear, okay, that he was going to instruct them to rise. And the service wasn't, wasn't quite over yet. And, and so, so he says, all rise. Everybody in the church got up. <laughs> and uh, anyway, we had the... the it ended up all was well because there was grace there. There was forgiveness. But there was a perfect standard that was established before that event took place or began. And that standard wasn't made. We didn't, it didn't happen. And what Jesus says is, you know, there's going to be a lot of things in your life that you establish perfect standards for. There are a lot of things that are prescribed in the law that you're not going to be able to follow. Forgive. 
for one thing. And Jesus even says, forgive as I as you have been forgiven. And I suspect that most of us have a really hard time uh, doing that. And we certainly don't do it perfectly. And we may be burdened by that. The hardest person to forgive, I've found in my own life, and I've found and seen it to be true in the lives of many other people. When we disappoint ourselves, when we aren't quite as good as we thought we were, or perfect as we thought we should be, when we disappoint ourselves, we find it awfully difficult to forgive ourselves. What Jesus says is, lay that burden down. And what Jesus also says is, what you'll find is that you won't be so harsh in your judgments of other people. Luke talks about that, or Luke's gospel talks about that, when Jesus says, and he's talking, I've heard some of Uh, interpretations of of this uh, related to money, but it's really not related to money at all, the last part. Jesus says, relative to uh, the idea of forgiveness, the idea of judgment, do not judge and you will not be judged. Do not condemn and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. Give and it will be given to you. And here he's talking about the kind of judgments that we make. Give, and it will be given to you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. It will be put in your lap. For the measure you give will be the measure you get back. If you are harsh in your judgments of others, if you find it difficult to accept anything other than perfection in yourself and other people, That's the measure by which you will be judged. None of us want that. I sure don't. We want grace. We want forgiveness. We want God to look on on us. And just as our video at the beginning of the service said, we want to be showered with grace. Now, knowledge of the law... Or knowledge of sin comes through the law. Paul talks about that in the third chapter of Romans also in verse 20. We are convicted of our lack of uh, ability to be perfect when measured against the law. But Jesus says to us, uh, in that measurement, put on my yoke. Don't put on the yoke of the law. Be yoked to me. My yoke is easy. It's the yoke of grace. It's not that, that uh, being yoked to Christ then produces a life of ease and all problems go away. No. We still have challenges. We still have trials. We have things that we have to go through. We will go through. But Jesus says, put down the burden of perfectionism. Just put it down. Let go of that. Don't be weighed down by that. Don't think that God is not gracious and that God is not forgiving and that God is not loving. Put that down. Quit trying to measure up. You're already measured up. 
So Jesus says, put on my yoke. So when you're ordained, uh, in many traditions, including our own tradition, the Christian Church Disciples of Christ, one of the things that usually happens in ordination service is you're, you're presented with ordination or gifts of ordination. Things that, uh, that uh, recognize, symbols that uh, give recognition from the church, give recognition to the person being ordained, uh, signs of the office. So one of the things that you're given usually at an ordination service is a, a stole, something like this. And the uh, meaning of the stole when it is placed around your, your neck is that you are now yoked. You're yoked to Christ. You're a servant of Christ. You're a recipient. You're acknowledging in your ordination, in your vows, that you're a recipient of grace. And that as one who receives grace, hopefully you are one who will preach grace and preach uh, God's grace and preach it abundantly. But the yoke, the symbol is that you're, you're yoked to Christ. So Jesus says the same to all of us. Put your heavy burdens down. Get rid of that. You don't have to carry that around anymore. You don't have to be weighed down by that. You don't have to be stressed out by that. It's terribly stressing. Anxiety producing. To constantly be carrying around the idea that I'm not good enough or be angry at somebody else because they're not good enough. That's a heavy burden to carry. Lay it down. Get that yoke off of you. Be yoked to the graciousness of God, to Jesus Christ, the one who gives us forgiveness, the one who calls us beyond our fears and beyond our our uh, enslavement to the idea that we have to be perfect, lay that down. The one who calls us beyond whatever our sins might be, beyond that, calls us to look at what God's calling us to be. There was a man uh, a little over two centuries ago, almost three centuries ago, John Newton, a slave trader who had just such an experience. An experience where he found God's amazing grace.
Stand as you're able as we sing together. Amazing grace. 